So I'd like to start this first program by just explaining how I view what working on yourself is all about, basically, starting from the, the, the context of what Western psychology views as psychological work, and then a little later on just comparing that to what the East normally pre presents in the way of uh, helping a person evolve on the path to what's called higher consciousness. Western psychology, of course, generally started with Freud, uh, maybe 80 or 100 years ago at this point. And uh, at that point, it was called psychoanalysis. Uh, Freud was coming, Freud himself was a doctor coming from a scientific matrix, wanted to put the understanding of the human psyche in scientific terms and wanted to be able to deal with it on a scientific, somewhat predictable level. So analysis was what emerged at that point. Today, We've seen that the psychological work that we engage in and that uh, we as practitioners engage in has taken a turn towards what we call psychotherapy instead of analysis. And what that means is that the work that we do has come to a more of a gut level in terms of uh, the experiences that we have within the therapy session. And by gut level, I mean... It's become more of a feeling orientation. Working with feelings, basically, is what therapy is mostly about these days. It's generally recognized within the therapy community that what we call suppressed feelings, feelings that have been locked within from some previous experience uh, and not released at that point in the past, uh, these feelings remain with us and emerge in various circumstances that we experience. What happens is we, we have various relationships, we have uh, situations that we're drawing to us, and we overlay these situations with the experiences of the past that were never completed in the past. So the essence of therapy has, has evolved to the point where we're working with feelings. We're trying to usually release the feelings that are trapped, and these feelings compel us to act out in the destructive and so-called neurotic ways that we do. Uh, we create patterns of avoidance. What we're basically trying to avoid is the feelings. But as we block ourselves from these feelings... We also block ourselves from the experiences around us. And that's what, that's why we experience life in limiting ways, why we become self-destructive, why we don't basically achieve the fulfillment that we need in our lives. Now, to understand how feelings affect us, uh, a little more, I'd like to say just a few more things about that. As feelings become trapped, in other words, there were events in the past when feelings were brought up by the event, usually they're so-called traumatic events. Feelings came up, and they weren't allowed to clear. They weren't allowed to 
run the normal course of expression that a feeling does, and so the feeling becomes, becomes suppressed. And then that feeling stays with us and contributes to the problems that we experience today. And by the way, I might even mention that many people today are all talking about the growing recognition that seems to exist even within the Western medical community that many diseases, if not all, have a large part of the, the cause of their existence for is dependent upon these trapped feelings. These trapped feelings contribute to the buildup of the negativity within, which eventually just comes out through the body as disease. So these people are advocating a very strong emotional approach, working on the feelings as an adjunct to any kind of healing program. And what happens is when you get involved in any kind of healing program, healing any kind of disease that you're experiencing, is the trapped feelings that are associated with it, which originally caused uh, the accumulation of the negativity to build to the extent where it manifests on the physical in a disease, these feelings start coming up at the same time. So it's very important to, to know how to handle these feelings as they come up when you're treating poor health, as well as just when you're dealing with life in general, when you're dealing with your feelings in general. But that's the, the, the essence of the point. One of the points that I want to make today is that the recognition within the psychological community that working with feelings and releasing feelings is the prime work that we do in psychotherapy. Now, what this generally means is experiencing the feeling within the therapy session. Experiencing the feeling is seen as the means for clearing the feeling. Now, there's been, I would say there's been some confusion about what it really means to release a feeling, to avoid the suppression of it. And it's only, well, let's say, maybe 30 years ago or 20 years ago, where psychology was advocating the expression of feelings. Uh, presumably that means to verbalize your feeling, to express your feeling, to get it off your chest. That's what psychology thought was the the mechanism to avoid suppression. Expression was seen as the antidote to suppression. Some people probably still believe that. There is some thinking today, including myself, that expression is not really what's needed to avoid suppression of a feeling. And we, we see that uh, both from looking within ourselves as uh, fellow human beings and uh, for and as looking at the people that we're working with who, and who have tried this, uh, this route of expression as a means to avoid suppression. Expressing the feeling very often does not mean that the feeling has been released, especially if this, the expression of the feeling, meaning the verbalization of it into the outside world, is accompanied by blame or vindictiveness or things like that. Uh, then certainly the feeling is not released. What releases the feeling, and this is what more and more people are beginning to see, is that it's the experience of the feeling. You have to simply experience the feeling within in order to clear it. The feeling was never experienced originally in the past 
what had happened back in the past. It's coming up again in these various circumstances, and it's just a matter of allowing yourself to experience the feeling in order to allow it to clear. So working on yourself can be basically as simple as that. But in practice, we find that difficulties arise because we've actually lost the capacity. Now, many of us don't really know what it means to experience feelings fully. The conditioning that society imposes upon us and our own personal conditioning, uh, we've really just lost sight of what it means to open to life, to open to ourselves, to open to our emotional experience, which, which is really a very large representation of experience in general. We've, we've just lost the capacity to open to that, even though opening to it is all we have to do to clear the feelings that have been suppressed in the past and which continue to emerge in the various situations, relationships that we're involved in today. So that's what uh, this program will be about. It, it will be teaching you a specific method that I've evolved, which I feel is on the cutting edge of uh, psychotherapy today, the combination of the East and the West in very concrete, practical terms, using a philosophy of psychology, which includes some of the things I've just mentioned, using these very powerful tools to enable you to get to the feelings, once you understand that what you have to do is experience the feelings. And that requires a certain kind of orientation to your experience. It requires interpreting your experience in a certain way. Actually using your experience in order to bring about the release of the feelings. Now, one of the things... What happens with feelings when they are suppressed is that we experience a phenomenon known as projection. And this is something that I'm sure you've heard about, but I'd like to just explain it uh, maybe in a little more detail and possibly depth than you may be familiar with. Projection means that the feeling energy, which is trapped within us, having been suppressed from some previous time, the energy actually has a kind of pseudo-intelligence of its own. And it wants to it wants to be released. It wants to be released by coming into your consciousness to be experienced. But since we've conditioned ourselves to block that experience, we have this resistance inside. It's this inner resistance that manifests in so many behavioral ways. Basically, it's this resistance to the feeling that keeps it suppressed and makes it necessary for the projection mechanism to start working. Projection means that we experience the feeling as if someone else was causing it in us. We think that someone else is making us angry or someone else is doing something that makes us lonely or fearful. What's really happening is that these people are just acting in certain ways 
that trigger the feelings that are already in within, that have been locked within us. And this is the, the first important realization in working on yourself. The realization that the feelings are within and that we project them, we overlay them onto situations and people around us so that we're actually avoiding responsibility for our feelings. We think that someone else is doing something. Someone else is not there for us. And so we're lonely. So we blame that person. And we want to find a person who will be here for us continually. We're looking outside of ourselves as for the, for the cause of what we experience. And then we look outside of ourselves to satisfy the cravings that we experience. And both of those orientations are a mistake. They're, they're sort of, they're sort of nature's traps. They're traps that we do them so naturally. But as we evolve, as we grow, as we become more aware, we realize that they're not really appropriate. And that's what philosophers and men of wisdom through the ages that's that's their purpose basically is to tell us what they've experienced what they see as being the path how we could better understand things to better enhance our own experience so recognizing that the feelings are within and that we're just projecting them around us is the first step of taking responsibility. Now, another stage of projection, and this ties more into an Eastern philosophy, is that we actually attract events to us and people to us that correspond to the energy that we're holding within. And the reason that we do this, the nature of this interaction is that we're attracting these people to us, they behave in a certain way, as to bring up the feelings that are within. See, this is how projection is working on a deeper level. It's bringing us a situation that corresponds to our feelings that are within. Now, you may have heard uh, other people say that your beliefs determine what your experience is, or what you're thinking is determines what your experience is. I don't believe that's entirely accurate. What I believe is really happening is that it's the feeling energy that's locked within. Because the feelings are where the energy really is. And this energy is active on a psychic level in ways that we don't really see, in ways that we're unconscious of at the moment. This energy acts, it goes out, it finds things, it attracts us to things, it brings things into our lives that correspond to the feelings that are within, in order to only bring up the feelings. I could give you an example. Uh, One person that I worked with, and I have her permission to uh, speak broadly about her on the air. This is a woman who had a history of being attracted to men who were particularly insensitive to her emotionally, who were not emotionally supportive, who just didn't function on an emotional plane were cold were actually hostile to her whenever she would express tender feelings would express her need to be supported emotionally 
she was attracted to men who were continually would continually invalidate her emotional experience. At a certain point in her life, she realized, this is after her first marriage, she realized that she had this pattern of being attracted to the kind of person who was emotionally unavailable and invalidating. And so she tried to break the pattern, tried to seek out people who would be supportive emotionally, with whom she could find that kind of communication that she wanted. She would get into relationships, and it would look good at the beginning, but then after a while she would realize that it was the same thing all over again. And this is a common experience. It's called repeat compulsion. We get into similar kinds of experiences. We draw people to us, similar partners, uh, and it goes back to our parents. Our parents are usually the first partner of a series of partners. But the important thing to realize is that even after we've reached the realization of what we're doing, of the pattern that we're in, it's that we still can't break it. And then what happened uh, with this woman is that at one point she finally did get with a man who did seem to be genuinely concerned, supportive, who, who understood her and made an effort to be there for her when she wanted. And what happened was that she found that she lost interest in the relationship. See, she could no longer, she couldn't relate to it. Because she has this need to be with someone who acts towards her in a way to bring up the feelings that are within. It's all these feelings within of loneliness, of non-supportiveness, of not being recognized emotionally. It's whatever feelings she experiences with that kind of partner. Those are the feelings that are just calling out to be released. And they can never be released or satisfied or balanced by going for the kind of person who we think we need. We have to work with those feelings directly. That's what happens in psychotherapy. It's working with those feelings directly, releasing them directly. So I met her at, at this point, just after she had uh, been with this last person, when she realized that finding the partner outside of herself was not the answer. And she was ready to look at herself within deeply and in a serious way and start working with those feelings that are within. And so we use the system that I, that I write about in my book. And uh, this is about three or four months ago. And she's, she's now with this same person. She understands the dynamics of what's happening with her. And she finds that she is, she has been clearing feelings from within, clearing the loneliness directly, not looking for a person outside of herself. And the relationship that she's in now is now, is now stabilizing for that reason. So that's, that's the important message of today's program is that the feelings that you're dealing with on an emotional level, the feelings that you want to have released are basically within you from some previous time and that you attract people to you who, yes, they do behave in ways that are less than desirable. Yes, they're abusive even. 
Yes, they're not supportive. They're doing that because we've attracted them into our lives in order to bring up the feelings that are suppressed. So if you can realize that, if you can accept that, that gives you a whole new orientation, or the beginning of a whole new orientation at least, towards viewing what's happening with your experience. See, that this is the purpose of life. Life is not really aimless. It's arranged so that we could say our higher self guides us into these experiences with these people in these circumstances in order to bring about the clearing that we need within, to release the feelings that we need within. So there is a purpose to it. That's the purpose, even, or that's one of the purposes. Even though we're in the middle of conditions that are less than desirable, these conditions are bringing up these feelings as well as teaching us things and developing qualities that we would never develop otherwise. But from our standpoint, working with the emotions, we view circumstances as being brought to us in order to bring up the clearing.